Got it. Got it. Louis. We all in? Hey, Maddie, how are you, bro? What's up, baby? Yeah, I'm just trying to fuck around with the view. Uh, swipe across there to the go. right, Got if it. you can do that. Oh, what's up, man? <laughs> all right. Oh, nice, that looks mad, son. Yeah. Hello, lads. What's up, man? Are we all on? Yeah. We're all on. Good. Nice chain per kit. Love it. Thanks, bro. Got to rep the Lord out here. You know what I'm saying? Awesome. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Oh, what's good? What's... Where, were you, where were you competing, Sam? Taiwan. Was it cool? Whole Shung. Whole Shung. Yeah. Was it cool? Bro, it was lit. Uh, oh, oh, look, he's a local. <laughs> it really selfish, but as soon as you like do something like Oh no! Hey, we're back. You're back. No, I think oh, the yeah. Wi-Fi here is really shit, so I'm just going off my phone. That'll be better. Okay. Better. Um. Yeah. The uh, all the videos that Scotty Boy put up looked so sick. Oh, I feel like it. it. was so cool. I was love love yeah. watching the whole journey there. Like it was so cool. Yeah, I didn't I even know you were going. Mm. Yeah, I didn't know, man. After the show uh, at, at Nationals, I just got so many messages from, like, um, other coaches and other pros, and they are like, just fucking keep going. Like, get the get the 2 do. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, I have to do this. It's like, you know, when you're one point short, you just burn? And yeah. I was like, yeah. in all honesty. Uh, yeah, I can relate, motherfucker. Yeah, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <he knows> <laughs> exactly. so, yeah, just, just booked it. Big Lee, uh, he sort of got me thinking of all of them. Uh, he's a really cool, cool guy that lived in Oslo Wall, and then he's like uh, South coach now. And he just, he got up me, and then I spoke to my coach, I spoke to a few mates, and then more messages, and I'm like, yeah, I'm doing this. You might as well while you're in shape, eh? Yeah, it's easy, it's easy to stay in maintainable shape anyway than like get out of shape and get back in. Easy, but Louis, is that what you're doing? Is that what I'm doing? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna go again. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go again, man. All right, again. I'm gonna try and um, I gotta, I'm gonna do season eight, so I don't have to deal with you again, you know. <laughs> season eight, man. So, so the turnaround is quick, then. So you got like a very short little off season, then go again. Yeah. Why not? I just need to like, if I can just like clump up this upper chest and add some yeah, like delts, delts and traps, man. I think I'll, I'll be. I'll be more complete, and that's easily doable in a six-month turnaround. Mm. Well, I did something very similar, obviously, backing up season A, season B this year. Um, yeah, so if you, if, you can do it, if you can do it the right way. Yeah, your side-by-side's a proof, bro. Like, mm. it's, a, it's a different physique, and it's just six months. Yeah. 
Yeah, because you're still, you're so still grow in that like early coming phase to about like 10 weeks out, you're still growing, man. Hard. Yeah. If, yeah. if, if anything, you're growing your best because you're actually trying now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you've got heaps of heaps of time to yeah make the small improvements that you need because you don't need much. You've already got the great no. there. So I reckon man. For you, for you guys, sorry, go on, Louis. You're right. No, you go, bro. I've spoken heaps. <laughs> Um, well, like for you guys personally, when do you find that you're the strongest, like in prep? Man, up until maybe eight weeks, I, I start to dip eight up. Weeks, eight weeks. Yeah, probably 10, 10, something like that, 10, 12 weeks. And then I think it depends though, like, did you cut hard and early at the start or mm. did you, you cut like, you know, hard at the end? Um, yeah. But I was yeah. looking back at a video when I like did a, a squat PB, and I think I was about ten weeks out, and then it just sort of went to, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. funny, you get a bit leaner, and you you actually get a bit more strength and power. I, I actually find I'm way stronger during prep, and then, and then obviously yeah, you plummet. I reckon I agree about eight weeks out, just because yeah. starts going, yeah. running on. I think you got, I think you get that um that self esteem boost when you start seeing your shit popping and stuff in the mirror. And then you you know you got three more reps, man. Come on, <laughs> couple of people. I think, up. I think the other thing as well. Say again. A couple of people at the gym see uh and a few lines popping out. They start bringing up a bit more attention to you and saying you're looking a bit better. You start training a bit harder. Yeah, stroking that ego, man. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, that's what it is. All right, let's let's get into it, guys. So you know we've got um four guys here who've competed in season B. So it's pretty awesome to have us. And I think all of us are, you know, I would say we're, we're pretty much at the pinnacle of like Oz bodybuilding here. We've all just done, uh, well, Matty Boy definitely is. Yeah. <laughs> he did what he's pro card. Um, but yeah, I think it's, it's really cool to, um, you know, put a podcast on, uh, you know, how often we, we do it that we'll soon decide, but, you know, get us and um, get our sort of input into um, training, nutrition, like, you know, methodologies and like also interviewing some of the up and coming um, Aussie amateurs. I think that's going to be really exciting as well. So, um, but let's, let's start off. Uh, let's start off with sort of like a little bit of an introduction to who we are. And I think like most of us, most people will know who, are, who we are already, but if, if they don't, like we'll do a little bit of introduction. I'll kick it. I'll kick it off. You know, uh, my name's Adam. So competed just recently at season B. Um, live up in Queensland. Um, and uh, a little bit about me. So I have a group fitness gym. Um, it's a body fit training gym, and that's sort of what I do for my my work and during the day. Um, but, you know, love bodybuilding, had a bit of experience in powerlifting before that, uh, where I sort of lifted heavy shit. And um, then got really more. heavy shit, like not just heavy shit, like really heavy shit. <laughs> and then got more, you know, back into uh, bodybuilding again. So absolutely love it. Um, and then competed season B recently um, and took out uh, the Australian uh, under hundreds. So it was really good. Uh, Stanley Boy, what do we got? Yeah, I'm just um, from Sydney, got the stores, Body Beyond, um, just competed at the Nationals, one point short of the, of the pro card, got the overall for the under-90s, and just headed up to Taiwan and hit up an overseas show just for the heck of it to keep going. 
And yeah, I just, I just love gymming. I've been bodybuilding, not, not so much powerlifting, but I think I'll be getting into that uh, one week of the month on my off season for sure to get a bit thicker and bigger. Uh, and yeah, just love the sport since I was a really uh, young kid. So yeah. And then Matty boy. Uh, myself, Matt, I'm, I'm the little boy of the group. I'm a classic boy. So <laughs> you guys, all the big weight bodybuilders and I'm just the, I'm just the classic guy, but yeah, so I competed season B. I actually did season A this year. Missed out on the overall and the pro card by basically a single point. Backed up, did season B this year. And um, I think the word unanimous was thrown around a couple of times. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> I took out the overall. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. Um, so, yeah, I took out the classic physique overall. I run my own coaching business online. Uh, I've been in and out of the supplement industry for the better part of sort of five or six years, managing like nutrition warehouse shops and stuff like that. But pretty much me in a nutshell, i got a sporting background. So I grew up playing every ball sport there is imaginable, you know, played basketball professionally for a bunch of years and then switched across to bodybuilding sort of five or six years ago and never looked back. Ping pong? Ping pong? Everything, bro. <laughs> I'm the most competitive motherfucker at it too. I'll like it doesn't matter what it is. If there's a ball involved, I'm I'm coming for your neck, bro. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, big Louie. My turn, hey. Oh man, I'm just a young cat that just likes to bodybuild, man. Like I was the same as Matt. I had a really athletic background and like I was always convinced I'd do really well at whatever I desired to do, but I just never found that thing that made me stick until I found bodybuilding and then I threw everything else to the wayside. And uh, yeah, man, now I'm just uh, just running my own little bodybuilding business, just teaching other young dudes how to bodybuild, and that's changed the game for me, man. So I'm just happy to be doing what I'm doing, man. I'm very lucky. And you're 100 online, aren't you? Yeah, man. I want I want to be mobile because I want to go yeah. overseas. I want I want to I want to bodybuild for real, man. So yeah. So I stay stay yeah. mobile like that. Yeah. So then, um, so what about like future plans? So let's start with you, Stanley boy. Yeah, um, I'm sort of uh, tossing up whether to, to do season A or season B. Like, I'm in a pretty good place and time's sort of against me. Like, I don't, you know, I don't know how much longer I got in the, in the sport. So, I'll either hit up um, the Australian show and have a plan B again like I did this year because I just enjoyed it so much. And I'm thinking maybe Japan straight after if it doesn't work out. Uh, but I'm just trying to really decide, maybe you guys can help me, uh, whether to you know, pack it on and go for season B or, or keep cutting and go for season A. That's That's been running through my mind uh, these last few weeks. It's a hard decision, man. Like, um, size wasn't an issue with you. Like, you, you almost won the pro card, you know, under under 90s. So I don't know if it's, it's you know, if size is going to help. It maybe, maybe it will. I don't know. But, like, yeah. Yeah, you, you were so close anyway. Yeah, I think it's going to fix. I, I got six more kilos to play with. I was I was eighty uh, nine on the on the day, mm. or 90, 90, sorry. Um, no, no, I was eighty eight at nationals. My bad. I was eighty eight kilos. Um, so I, you know, for the two one two, you can be up to ninety six. Yeah. And you know, right, look, I want to roll with. You, I don't want to roll. Where you want to be, not where you are. Look at where you want to yeah, be. I want to mm. roll yeah, with the point, Louis. I want to yeah. get on that stage uh, for once and say I did it. Um, so I, I'm thinking maybe I'll pack on that like six kilos of quality muscle uh, and then rock up, you know, around the 95, 94 and actually like, you know, yeah, have that proper in 2-1-2 frame. And I, I think I could do it. Yeah. And that, that way you were saying in terms of 
like, you know, the clock's sort of ticking. You'd rather put all that work in, do season B, turn pro, and then jump straight into a pro show straight away, man. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I sort of saw um, Aaron Polites uh, do that really well, and thank goodness, like yep. he was successful in New Zealand and straight away qualified, and and then kicked yeah. us. Yeah, so he sort of he kept going. Yeah, yeah, he sort of set the groundwork of how it's done, I reckon, because that's a great point, uh, Matt. Like you just yeah. you kick us at your show, you go straight into the pro show, and then straight qualify. I think that'd yeah. be that'd be wicked. That is one thing that I sort of wasn't a massive fan of from a classic standpoint. Obviously, turning pro, I get an extra five kilo weight limit. But yeah, um, and like I don't, I don't personally think I'd look completely out of place on a pro stage right now. But for me, I wouldn't be where I know I can be as a pro, like adding that extra four or five kilos of tissue. So it kind of, I sort of had that thought process of, do I want to do a pro show now, or do I want to put that weight on and and then wait and do it sort of the end of next year? And that's kind of where I thought about it. You know, I'd rather burst onto the stage with all my best, you know, pro package. Yes, Louis. Where do you want to put that five kilos? Fuck, why can't I put it everywhere? Fair. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I'm realistic from an understanding point. You know, my arms have always sort of been a little bit lagging. Weight can always be bigger. No one's back's ever big enough, let's be honest. So, <laughs> yeah. I guess, yeah, I, guess I, I guess I should probably ask, probably ask you guys where you think it should go. I don't know. I think you can never have... Too big arms or too wide back. Nah. Yeah. Especially shape, man. Um, a classic, because that's a look. You know, yep. like yeah, it's pretty wide and big arms. Yeah. Yeah, they got yeah. X frame, the big sweeps, big delts. Uh I think you gotta get that massive X factor. So you just you know, Bumstead Bumstead owns that thing, you know. You, you got as good of a vacuum and as good of a waist as long as you get a bit more X frame. Yeah, and that's all it is. It's it's pretty much just just keep going on the trajectory that I have been going. So you know, keep adding the tissue, sort of overall piece by piece. Keep the structure, keep the shape, keep the posing, all that kind of stuff, and just keep adding bits and pieces as we go. So for your areas of your weakness, then do you have do you prioritize like a day specifically in your training for that, like an arm day? Or yeah, something? definitely. Yeah, definitely. Now I'm training arms fucking four times a week at the moment, man. Just hammering them, trying to get them to do something. Yeah. It's like, and it's crazy. Like, everyone's obviously got their genetic, you know, predisposition. Louis looks at a hack squat and fucking he adds an inch to each quad. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> and I mean, I, I, I look at a lateral raise machine and my delts get a pump as well. So, yeah. I, I haven't trained delts probably in three and a half years. So, looking at, looking at the low end of the dumbbell rack and just start sweating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Big Louie, what's, what's the plans? We, we sort of know. Yeah, I'm gonna do season A, so I can sneak in front of Stan. Hopefully, if he takes the time. Exclusive. That's an exclusive. Is that an exclusive? Uh, yeah, yeah. Look, I was gonna like not really say anything, but I've been transparent the whole time. I don't really care. Like, I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do anyway. Yeah. You know, that's kind of how you get the traction. You know, like letting people in. So I, I'm just gonna continue to do that, man. Like, I look how I look. Can't change nothing about it. Can't do nothing about no one else. I'm just gonna do what I do and show everyone that. So I'll do season A. I think it'd be good having Ross from start to finish, because I think I only brought, I only got involved with Ross like two weeks out from the show, man. So like, I was oh. prepping like I was prepping four other dudes, and then I was prepping myself. And then I got to that end zone where your head's like everywhere, like scrambled egg brain. And I was just like, yeah, I need someone to worry about me the same way I'm worrying about these guys, because mm-hmm. I just, I just don't want to drop the ball here, you know. So, you know, he he made massive changes 
you know, in a short amount of time. So I'm keen to see what I would be able to achieve with like a whole prep under someone else, you know? That's really exciting. If you if you only used him for the last two weeks and got great results, imagine what you could do this whole time. Yeah, man. That's yeah. really exciting. I'm keen. Yeah. What about you, Adam? What are you going to do? Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely planning to try and come back in season B. Um, go up against Big Steady Boy. Again, that'll be good fun. Um, yeah. But my, my goal is um, definitely to, you know, improve those weaknesses that, um, you know, I can identify. But I um, also want to jump into a try and, try and get into a heavier weight class. So, like, I would like you to get... Could, you could easily get in super heavies, bro. Like, I'm, you, were, you just weighed in at 102 at, at Queensland's. I remember because I was like, yeah, I came in. A, if a this guy's in my way, <laughs> I came in a fair bit lighter at the um, uh, nationals, though. I was a bit lighter. I was about 90. How much did you drop between the two shows? Because I remember speaking to you backstage and you fucking you dropped a lot. Yeah, five yeah. kilos. <laughs> yeah, man, heaps. It was What'd awesome to watch, Bart. It was so wild because you, you really brought a better package the second time around when you got really cut. Yeah. Yeah. But you. But you maintained your size. I think with that powerlifting background, you've got muscle maturity, you know what I mean? So you can do it. Yeah, so I definitely would like to try and push. I think, if I'm honest, like, like I came in obviously five kilos lighter at the show, but I don't think I had the fullness that I had at the state show. So I was definitely <laughs> more cut. Definitely more cut. But I didn't have that fullness. So, you know, I, I it would be nice to be able to try and get that balance a bit better. It's hard. Yeah, well, sometimes if you push that fullness, you start to, like, push your lines out of your physique almost. Definitely right? what happened at the state show, 100%. Yeah. And yes. then I, I think I almost went the other way in the national show. So yeah. it's just trying to find that balance, you know. I can't believe what you did with the, the ITB, the hammy, the glutes. Like, I saw some of your shots later on, and you are you're one of the most shredded on stage for sure. Yeah, no, I was... In the I'm, overalls. I've definitely got... Like, I pushed hard in that two-week period. Like, that was pretty fucking bad. It was actually really funny because we were backstage lining up and Adam's like, hey, bro, what, what are you doing after the show, man? We're, we're going to go. There's a place in town. They're doing, like, meat-along pizzas. I cannot take a single minute more of this dining, man. <laughs> I, I ate that whole fucking meat of pizza. I had. I, had I like, bet you did, bro. <laughs> pizzas left or something. Yeah. Did she look better after it? No, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> nah, fucking nah. No, 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 could you? You know, <laughs> no. I tried a refeed in Taiwan with a pizza the night before, and really? it worked. I looked really? awesome the next day. Yeah, but then I then I pushed again the same day, and I shouldn't have. Like I spilled over a little. Yeah, but having it the night before all that sodium and carbs, it actually worked. Yeah, yeah man, like a baby that. too. Yeah, I did. And that's the thing, man. You, you put all that food in, you're like, man, I actually got to sleep before my show. How crazy is that? Yeah. Caveat, caveat to that, because I know there's going to be a lot of people listening that think that they can do that before a show. You have to be fucking skilled before you can do that. Yeah. 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 A bit of muscle tissue and, and meta, a lot of metabolism to go before yeah. you kick because on Because I know now that, I know now that Stan said that, there's going to be a 75 kilo ICM weight Next week, eating a fucking burger and meat along the pizza before a show. Yeah. Or a bikini. Or a bikini chick. Yeah. It would just be a water balloon afterwards. Mad. <laughs> All right. So let's go into, um, you know, I guess what the purpose, the reason why we, the four of us got together and, you know, wanted to do this 
this podcast and um you know the, the main reason you know i think we all discussed we all just said we really wanted to bring some exposure to some of the amateur olympias uh, sorry um amateur aussies you know especially in the upcoming seasons a and season b um yeah what maddie what, what did you want to bring you know by jumping onto the um podcast uh, I mean, I just just some open and honest dialogue about you know bodybuilding in Australia. Um, just sort of remove the curtain a little bit, get down to the nitties and gritties, and you know give people some numbers and some honest feedback. And I mean, we're four guys that are pretty open and honest with with anything and everything that we do with our social media. And I think that's that's kind of lost a little bit in in Australian bodybuilding. And we just keep it keep it raw, keep it a hundred, and you know get some exposure to some guys that probably deserve it and don't get it, stuff like that. Mm. Louis? Bro, leading off from what Matt said, I think the thing in Australia is because we're not giving out a lot of pro cards and we're not producing pros, like there's so many, there's so many top level athletes that are just chilling that no one knows about because they're mm-hmm. not getting any any spotlight. And you know, it's quite a quiet sport. So I think just I mean between the four of us, the amount of reach and the amount of traction and the amount of conversation you'd be able to generate, that's in no way, shape, yep. or form just gonna be bad for the Australian bodybuilding community, man. Like I reckon, you know, fill it up, fill it back up with life, man. Like it's good. There's there's a hole in the market right now to be talking about all this stuff, man. Because we got people leaving the country to go over and compete overseas, man. That's happening, and they're they're coming from here. So I think we should be talking about it. Yeah, I hundred percent agree with that. That's really good, Steady boy. Yeah, I, uh, you know, for a long time prior to COVID, we had so many internationals coming and taking Aussie pro cards. Uh, so it's so cool that. We're finally getting Aussie pros uh, going. Uh, but like, like Louis said, there's so much more potential to go and we'll only get there by learning through each other. And again, to what yeah. Matt said, like yeah. we're all raw guys on our socials. We don't sort of fake fake too much on social media. You know, there's a couple of filtered photos, but whatever. Uh, but, but we're all <laughs> Your gym giving, giving back information. <laughs> we're all giving back information that's actually got like quality to it. And for a while there, I thought, do you hold on to that information? But you don't. You, you give it out and you get more clients out of it anyway because mm. they actually get something genuinely that they learn. So, yeah, yeah I love that. We could uh, even add even more to that with with all four of our heads coming together. Yeah, 100%. And I think, like, in America, in the UK and stuff like that, it's more openly talked about. But over in Australia, it's so hush-hushed, a lot of things, and people don't want to give away their secrets and people don't want to talk about the, how they're training and stuff like that. But if we can use this as a bit of a forum to, you know, get to know, you know, Australian athletes and how they taking the approach, it's just going to help all Australian, um, you know, people that are watching in general, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So coming into like season eight, um, who are some people that, you know, we know that are competing and we're sort of excited to sort of um, excited just to watch and see? Louis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't really know anyone, eh? Okay. I don't know. Big Louie. I, tr- I try not to look too too much into who's doing the same shows as me. <laughs> yeah. I so know. I think we were talking talking before. Um, there's a bit of I, gossip I, around Big Mike Pearson. Yeah, I think it's season. Is he season B? I think is he season B or season A. I heard season B. Okay, uh, season B. I do have a client. I don't know if he's going to like that I say this or not. Yeah. But, uh, uh, I've got a very, very big classic. And, uh, well, he didn't let me post up photos yet because he doesn't feel like, you know, he's just started his prep. 
but I think I could spill the beans that we're prepping for the season. A um, uh, Marvin Yakub, uh, who's, who's an absolute Assyrian monster. Uh, I mean, Australian, but Assyrian background. And this this guy, he's huge. I don't know if you've seen him on uh, social. He's got about 70,000 followers. He's absolutely jacked. Marvin, you reckon? Yeah, he's looking great for, for men's classics. Just a huge kid. He's just a big, big boy. And, and already, we so just did a think? few tweaks last two weeks. He's already getting like full six back. Uh, no more distensions. It's, it's, he's, he's got great genetics for it, I think. Too. You got him, Louis? No. Adam, you uh, M-A-R-V-I-N. I'm just trying to log in on Instagram. Yeah. Marvin, yeah. you're the, you're the, the, <laughs> yeah. the full screen share, mate. Yeah, Y-A-K-O-U-B, I think. Y-A-K-O-U-B. Oh, man. No, I got nothing, man. It's all good. Go through Stan's following. Oh, yeah. I don't know of uh, many... Um, uh, I know Daniel Hay is competing in the uh, Amateur Olympia in a couple of weeks. That's going to be That's going to be super exciting to see. Bro, I can't yeah, wait that's, to see that. Daniel yeah. looks like um have you seen Daniel's dogs? He's got like the hopped out bullies. He looks like them. <laughs> he looks like their dad. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. It's like there's and, a Instagram page of like pets that look like their owners or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, you should say do that. Bro, I can't find this Marvin do that. I'll give it up. And I'll and, send it um, after. I think uh, Mike Halusi uh, said he was going to do something in season B, but I don't know if it's going to be oh, he's, Australia. He's so huge, so big, fuck. So that would be cool to see. That guy just exploded. Yeah, yeah man, he's a monster. Yeah, he, he kind he's of like sitting next to pro, pros and, and holding his own, like in his off season. He exploded. Yeah. He's, he's keeps exploding. Like he just keeps going. Never not like. He never stops prep, eh? I'm almost like, dude, like, I don't see, he never puts the brakes on. He's just nuts. But it's, it's yeah. awesome to watch, but. Yeah, he's he, he's definitely inspiring. Like, he goes. Well, he's a, machine. He's, he's a machine, man. We stayed in the same hotel um, in Brisbane for nationals. And, like, I was getting up and doing my, like, 5.30 a.m. cardio because I couldn't sleep. And, and Mike was in the fucking hotel gym before I was, like, in the morning just, just doing cardio. And I'm like, Relax, mate. Just take take a day <laughs> off. You know? Yeah, he doesn't. He's like, like yeah. we should call him no breaks, no breaks for Lucy. No, no breaks, Mike. <laughs> no breaks, Lucy. Yeah, that's his nickname. Yeah. Did you did you get to train with him, Matt, down in Melbourne? I haven't trained with him. I've trained at the one gym a couple of times, and you know we, we've never actually linked up for a proper session together. But one gym is really good. Like insane the facility. You is, mean? Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Have you trained with him, Adam? Yeah, like uh, like a little bit. Um, because I, I knew him back in Doldy's days, years back, when he was a PT. Yeah. Out there. Um, and then you know he's obviously sort of really pushed and come back onto the scene recently. And uh, yeah, been down to his gym a few times, trained there. You know, he's just legend. Like really mm. nice dude. Let you in. Like happy to have a, a chat. You know. He's a, he's a really cool dude. He, he just loved He was Brady. kind of a favorite for last year, wasn't he? I reckon he was, yeah. 
He's so, like the talk of the town. And, and, and just, I think the guy from the SA just edged him out. He's just Hugh Jungus, uh, the new guy. They call him Paul. Hey, David came out David. of nowhere, man. Yeah, cool. that's right. Yeah. Watching David walk out on stage, you're just like, oh, shit. <laughs> he's almost muscular. He looked like that, um, just, just dead set the Hulk. He looked like a juggernaut, man. Just like the head, tapers into traps, tapers into delts, tapers into lats, you know, crazy. I was so, there to watch uh, in, in the crowd, and when he hit shots, it was it just, guys just exploded. Yeah, but I, but I felt for Mike because he, he looked unreal too. Yeah, and he was so it just goes to show you, you just never know who's going to show up, man. Yeah, yeah. That's what that's why I think there's no point in hiding because I think if you hide and you never show anyone how you look and all that, and you you lose and you don't get to post that photo of you winning. <laughs> Then that's just such a shame. Like that, you. I think that's missing the point a little bit, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm I'm deep in the off season now, and I'm like, I wish I'd taken more photos when I was shredded. <laughs> yeah, always. Yeah. Um, I think as as um we do these podcasts and we get to interview some uh, really cool amateurs coming up to season A and B, we'll, we we will definitely get to know. Um, a bit more people who announce that they're doing season eight, and then we'll we'll talk about you know who we predict will do well and and who we're excited to see and stuff. So that's obviously to come. Yeah. Um, how did you guys you know think this season season B was run like up in Queensland and you know not been in Melbourne? Did you guys like it? Do you think it was good? Do you think it could have been done better? What do you guys think, Matty Boy? Well, I mean, the numbers kind of speak for themselves. Every show was a record-setting show, so I think that's that's a testament to you know Tony and the Pro League and things like that. And there's only so much you can prepare and plan for. And if you've got you know 300 athletes in a show, trying to get everyone on stage in a timely manner is going to be a pain in the ass, regardless of the fact. So, I, I didn't have any issues with the shows. I thought all the shows are really really well done. Yeah. Um, obviously, I saw both ends of the, the spectrum. Like I was at the Melbourne show. Um, didn't compete was at the moment show and that was stacked and then over in WA when I did the show there obviously being a smaller show run a little bit differently but still perfect and then I've never competed at Sleeman Center before so being there for the first time that was insane man what about you Stan what do you reckon our best venue in Oz I would say mm. only thing that um crushed me a little bit yeah. was uh lucky not lucky not turning up Pat Sapanis. Uh, yeah I was really keen to Mm. see him in the I think under hundreds was he uh and mm. it's just I think I, I think actually what you were saying before Adam was really cool like getting guys g'd up before the show but I think that's what got to his head the poor bugger from what I heard um yeah, it was right. just yeah I, I wish he turned up because I would have made the rest of the show like he was a big favorite but I, I love that venue I'm 10 out of 10 and the timing has run well and uh yeah I, I really enjoyed myself and yeah the weather up there everyone up there was super nice super I think it's mm. one of the best venues. I definitely always, always find it so difficult to get the timing right of when to do your pump up and stuff. It's like, you know, they call you to come into the line, but it's like, you still got 10, 15 minutes till you're going to go on stage. It's so... Oh, yeah. Adam, Adam you know goes missing when they called him <laughs> at Nationals. Hey, hey, bro, have you seen Adam? Nah, bro. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Thank you. Looking for him either. <laughs> you know, um, I, I didn't pump up at all. I didn't pump up at all because um, it just stuffs you up and you go flat. And um, you just no, wait until you're in that team. line. Yeah. 
Just yeah, that happened to me. Day. Yeah, because, yeah, we were, we were backstage for ages. Hey, Adam. We were backstage for ages. I feel like... they, were, they were giving that guy the pro card, which is yeah. all sweet, but we didn't know. We were just waiting, and like we were pumping up and stuff, and then over-pumped, and then just getting flat. By the time, like me personally, by the time I hit stage, man, I was tired. Yeah, man. You know? I think we would have done like 100 push-ups by the end. We just kept doing push-ups, you and me. What? Well, there, was nothing, there was nothing left because yeah. they had us behind the little barricade waiting for ages. I know. That's Sean Ronan uh, told me back in 2018 that he, he does the same thing. He doesn't pump up because then when you get on stage, as you pose, you get fuller and harder, whereas guys who pump up just get flatter and softer. Mm, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then, and then I saw Lucy last year and he didn't pump up at all. He just came out gangster like in the back room. He actually had a laptop with his trunks on. It was like, it was pretty cool. Like I think he's still doing check-ins for clients or something. And then he didn't he didn't touch a dumbbell. And I was like, what is this guy doing? He's about to go up. And then he just did a few things on the stairwell. And I thought that was cool. And I started doing that as well from now on. Yeah. Because they always stuff you up. If anyone's watching, they always stuff your timing up. Not by choice. It's just, it's just human error. And, and you can't control if someone's doing a pose or having a chat on stage, but it'll always drag ass. So be ready to get to be late. Yeah. That's so smart, man. I've never even thought about not doing anything. I suppose once you re- reach a, a certain point where like, like Pelusi, for example, where you just got so much meat, it doesn't matter, yeah. bro. Just hit the shot, you know? Yeah. I reckon you could, I reckon you could just hold a most muscular upper get and you get a full pump. Just hold it for like cool. 10 seconds. Yeah. And it's that was, that's what hard, I like in the pose. That's what I was going to say. Instead of like pumping up, man, I just go through two rounds of posing. Yeah. Bad. That's pretty much exactly what, what um, uh, um, Logan had me do. He just wanted me to do lots of posing rather than like, yeah. you know, dumbbell work or, or, yeah. or, or you know, need a little bit of like lateral raises because I don't really know if you can hit your, your, um, your shoulders by just posing. But like, yeah. I think that's it, man. Bro, and you were changing pretty quick. I was standing right next to you when he was having you do that. And he, you just like went from cold. You know what you look like when you're cold, you know, <laughs> to just like all these veins just like surfacing. It was pretty cool to see, man. It was pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, like, I, th- I definitely think, like, I agree with Stan. Like, if you, if you pump up, by the time you finally get out there, you're just going to go downhill, you know. Mm. Um, the Taiwan show ran an hour and a half late. And um, you know what's crazy? Um, well, I didn't even know because, you know, it's a whole new country. But they make you go to a pose down before you do your symmetry round, um, not after. Um, so, and it oh. just ran the music, like not the music you selected. And, and then... Oh. Look at the promoter and tell him when you're done. And I had no idea. So I walked out on stage, hit like... Five ten, we can hear you. <laughs> and then I walked backstage and they brought us out for the symmetry round. I was so born, posing <laughs> that much. So what? You you get a free posing routine and then go back and do your rounds, dude. It's full on. Like it's not even your song, and you just they just ask. But I wonder. I understand they, the translation. Why did they yeah. do that before? Yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. I think it's like for more entertainment um, to get to get the you're you're like fired up because you just saw the athlete, and then they come out and then you see everyone all at once. It's just yeah, they did it opposite. So you the just, jitters out of the way, though. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. 
Do you know what it's like? Then I, think I, then I think I started going downhill. It was like a, it was like yeah. a massive pump. You know, like luckily I didn't pump up at all. So thank yeah. goodness. Otherwise, it would have gone super flat. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. So I reckon with the Mister O coming up, let's have uh, your top ten predictions of uh, the Open. Yes. Trick, uh, if you want to do the classic, you can do the classic if you want. <laughs> the disrespect. <laughs> We're not doing the classic. <laughs> no. We'll, right. do, we'll do the open. I'll Maybe do the classic. Bumps up, bumps dead, bumps dead. Maddie boy, we'll kick off you. What do you got? Oh, Jesus. I'd have to look at the list. Um, off the top of my head. No, we've got mean, the list. None of us are going to right. Um, Stanson. None of us going to be right yeah. Um, are you gonna write them down? Yeah. Are we? Is this gonna be documented? Yeah, I'm writing. I'm, I'm writing down now. So who you got first? Oh. Uh, Rami's gonna win. Yeah, bro. I wish. I almost wish he wouldn't. Not because. Not because I don't want. Like I don't want to be betting against the champ. But I just think, like, yeah, you're massive, bro. That's all sweet and that. But I just think there's better physiques, man. Like. Yeah. Like, I haven't picked a top 10 or even looked at picking top 10s or nothing like that because I just think, man, what a fucking show. There's just going to be sick physiques up there. Like, like ones that you just can't... Can I just, can I just add that as well? Like, look at his shoulder styrations. They're just disappearing. Like, the bigger he gets, there's no lines anymore. Yeah. Wait, uh, 2013 Big Ram New up? York Pro win was the one. I reckon that's better that was the than... Best. I think that's better than current Mr. Olympia Big Ram I agree. You know, it was yeah. grainy and detailed. Mm. You know? I, I preferred that. The grain's gone. Eh? I'm gonna actually. I'm gonna be a bit controversial. Say Brandon Curry because I just saw some videos. Uh, actually, he earlier today, huge, and he's got crazy he's grain. Bro, huge, he reckons he's weighing yeah. 120 kilos two weeks out. How how is he? That it weak? looks like someone's full got a sandpaper and like just grafted him. Like he looks. You can see the grain in the skin. Yeah, it's like a it's like matte, matte skin. You know, like matte. <laughs> Yes, he's got Matt's skin. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Matty, who we got? Who we got second? Oh, well, based on that, you got to go with Brandon second. Yeah. Third. Um. Hardy third. Yeah. Nick four. Ooh. Yeah. And then I got Ian in fifth. Wow, Ian in fifth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bonac in sixth. Hunter seven. Lucky Hunter's not listening to this. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he ever will, so it's all good. <laughs> no, I, think pretty, I think I'm pretty safe, bro. I think I'm pretty safe. <laughs> yeah, Matt starts getting hate mail <laughs> from Hunter Labrada, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, Phil, Phil, Heath Phil Heath is definitely not listening to this, and we'll, we'll get into that soon. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, I'm blocked. <laughs> Who we got? What, um, what am I up to? Number eight? Uh, you're yep. eight, yeah. Uh, you got Rami, Brandon, uh, Hardy, Derek, Ian, Bonac, Hunter. I'll, I'll put Derek in eighth, but I'm not confident and I can explain why. But Okay. Um, who am I missing? Where's the list? 
Mm. I know I'm missing yeah, someone. Few... Oh, what about Raf- Raphael Brando? Raphael Brando, he's up there. Nah, he probably... You know, Rafa? Yeah, too small. Oh, Sam- Samson yeah. in ninth? Yeah, Samson. You've also got like... Yes. Um, you got like uh, Andrew Jacked. You've got... Um, Man, I'll, I, that's the new, I'll that's pil- new guy that Dexter Pro. Oh, is that the new guy that Dexter Pro? Did he say? Yeah. Um, put put just because I love him and it's uh, just because I think he's the greatest dude ever. I put James Hollingshead in tenth. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. He's sliding into the top ten. That's cool. Yeah, I think I think he'll nail. I think he'll nail his. He's so much more relaxed this year, mentally. He was had so much pressure on himself last year, and so they dropped the ball a little bit, peaking and what have you. But I think he's, I think he's much more on point this year from a conditioning standpoint. He's always had the muscle; he just hasn't been able to nail that peak on stage. And I think he'll be much better. Not, not a bad prediction from a, a classic guy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, That's right. Big Sam, what do we got? I'm going to go with Brandon. Just love the taper, small waist. Okay, and he looks like just brainy, like I was saying. And then I'm going to put Rainy second because it's just a freak. Yeah. And, I mean, I say Hattie yeah. Choppin for the third, uh, also a freak. And Is then I'm, I'm going to go with um, – oh. sorry? I was just going to say, like, Hardy, like, his joints are so small – and so, like, his muscles look yeah. so big. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And he's got that, he's got that desert skin. Yes. Yeah. Crazy Arab. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, um, oh, geez, fourth is so hard, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's really tough. Like, it's it stuck It could be Bonac, it could be Nick, it could be Ian, it could be, uh, Hunter could be in there. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Nick, actually, because he just looks like he's fixed so much. And I yeah. almost feel like he yeah. deserves a higher placing just with the stuff he's done, like the waistline, the, the ITB band, the, the hammy drop. He's just improved heaps. So I hope they see that. You see, you see that video of him doing the hanging leg raises? Without so impressive. Right. Yeah. Insane. And you know, like... And, and he's just so young still as well. And from a from a like a IFBB point of view, I don't know if this really plays into it, but he's such a popular athlete. So having him yeah. play higher is only going to be beneficial to the IFBB. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. But right. You got to work with the sport, eh? Like to build it. Yeah, um, I think that's a great point. Yeah, and then William Bonner because he's just always been been around and done the work and just crazy genetics. Yeah. Um. So I put put him in after that. Yeah, could be a bit off. Then Hunter Labrada, and then I, I mean I like uh, Rafa Brand. Is it R- Rafa Brando? I can't yeah. yeah. I just yeah. I, I think you know when you don't have certain muscles and other, the other athletes do have them like that. That waist is ridiculous, and, and I wish shoulders. I had a less blocky waist. Yeah, yeah, and his shoulders are incredible. So I'm just, I'm just a fan of things that I don't you know that parts that I don't have. So you know when you want something you don't have. Like so I'm going to put him up yeah. really high. And yeah, I hope he gets up there. So you got uh, and then nine and ten. I got nine and ten left. Eight, um, eight, who's the new guy? The new black guy that came out of nowhere. Um, Andy Jackson. Taller. 
What's that? Andrew Jack? Yeah, I think that's him. Yeah, I'm going to put him in mind. Freak. Yeah. And again, tapered waist. For, for, and, and, and for his height, to put on that much muscle, that just looks like wild. Everyone always uh, really respects the tall guys. And then uh, for 10th, um, um, Samuel Ab- Abuad, Abuda. What was it? Samson. I can't pronounce it. Samson. Sorry. Samson. Yeah. 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 Sorry, my bad. Because he's just improved ridiculously. And he, he looks like a massive flex wheeler. He's so big, bro. Yeah. And he composes mm. well. He performs. It yeah, doesn't that help a lot, eh? I've really seen at the shows lately. The guy who, or girl who poses the best really stands out so much more, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And it also helps, like, not just in their, in their final, uh, finals, but it also on stage in the in the comparison round, you know, if they can hit those poses perfectly, like it makes them look so much more impressive. You know? Yeah, hundred percent. I think it even improves your training a lot with muscle connection. Definitely, yeah. You got one more, Tim. Oh, are you kidding? Um, you haven't got Ian in there. You haven't got um, oh, Derek. Ian, Ian, straight off the bat. I, I forgot about him to be honest. Should have maybe put him a bit higher. <laughs> you want him higher? Yeah. Oh, could I? Yeah, I probably put him up at just with his last leg posts and stuff. I'll, like I'll that. read out. I'll read out from four. You got Nick fourth. You got Bonek fifth. You got Hunter Rafa. You got Andrew Jack Samson, and then you got Ian. I put him in front of Andrew Jack. So yeah, okay. So behind Rafa. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Rafa. Uh, that's just personal. I'm not even going off like what everyone's saying. I just like, I just like him. Just like his look. He's in love. <laughs> uh, uh, Big Louie, what do we got? Uh, I, I've deliberated while you guys are chatting. I've got, <laughs> yeah. I got Rami, Brandon, I got Derek in third, and then Hardy. Ooh. Yep, and then Bonac, and then Nick, Derek and then Hunter, um, Ian, Samson, and I got a Keen Williams in ten. Ooh. Can't forget oh, a king. Yeah. Can't forget that guy. Yeah. All right. So like, what, last year or something? Yeah, so give me fourth. Four. Uh, I've got Hardy fourth. Yeah. Fifth. And Bonac. Yeah. Nick. Yeah. Hunter. Yeah. Ian. Samson a king. That is some good picks. I like um Pitch I really want to I really want to see Charles Griffin in there as well. I love Charles Griffin. Because he's got such a crazy physique, man. Like, there's just so much muscle on that guy. Like, he's a bit wide in the way. Huge. But same thing as Nick, except he's just got less spotlight. He seems to fix everything that they ever say. Yeah. You know? I like how high you placed him. I like how high you placed him. He gets peeled. And he looks peeled. You know? And he's huge. Yeah. Huge. I think on the recent thing I, I was watching, he said he's like almost reversing out now. Like he's got to the, he's got lean enough. And now he's just sort of like, who's he's growing in. Yeah. That's all. Awesome. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. Right, I'm going right. to go, <laughs> I'm going to go Rami, Brandon. I haven't even thought about this. We got Hardy. Then I'll go. I do like Nick. Actually, I'm going to put Nick third. Actually, yeah. 
Hardy, and then I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to go Ian Fifth, just because I reckon he actually has made some massive improvements, and he's coming in so hard. And if you look at these guys, most of them are like one about Rami. Rami's just so big, but Brandon, Nick, Hardy, and Ian are all like the leanest. So I'm sort of going here. Yeah. I'm sort of going in that direction a little bit. Yeah. You can definitely that's, leapfrog a few positions off being more peeled. Yeah. That's what worries about Derek, to be honest with you. That's what I was saying about Derek. I just yeah. I don't know if it's gonna bring that like that peeled graininess. I think I think when you work with uh Honey Rambod, you don't have a choice. <laughs> but the also also, I mean, he's always had to force himself down to that two one two, which has given him no choice but to get fucking diced. Yeah. Him yeah, getting peeled it. He always diets his legs off too. Have you noticed that? Well, off season Lunsford. Ooh, on stage Lunsford. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Just different. Ooh. <laughs> what what do you guys think the whole honey honey difference is? I don't know. He's uh, isn't like no. honey's into like genetics. So he works on like a genetic level. And I think that plus yeah. just like I think he started training guys like really, really young. And then it's just way too much experience plus actually knowing what you're doing. <laughs> just got a keener eye or that or that whole FST seven or or different approach altogether, like with the subs. I don't know. He's a bit of a pioneer. Whatever he's doing, he's pioneered a lot of stuff. When he when he retires, man, he'll just write a book and give out all the secrets and we're all fucked. Yeah, yeah you listen to you listen to that audio book and you're qualified. <laughs> what do you mean by genetics, Louis? What do you mean he, he does with the genetics? Oh, he was just, um, I'm not sure what he does, mm. but I just know, because um, he's got his podcast, man. If, if you listen to a few early episodes, he kind of tells you like how he started. And he was just like, um, I think he said he was training with the Polynesian guys at his gym and they were just like getting massive and eating and training. And then I think he obviously was studying around the same time. And then he started to take that, uh, that you know, book smarts into the gym and starting to use that to help uh, people with bodybuilding, you know? Mm. Yeah, I mean, he definitely is, like you say, a pioneer, but also just produces some crazy lean athletes. Um, yeah. So, I mean, Wait, how funny is it that Stan's been in like 15 different locations? <laughs> yeah. I was just watching. I was just watching Sorry, guys. In the, in the thing, just going about his business. Yeah. Is this dude in the pantry? We were waiting for you. <laughs> we were waiting for you to join, and I had, had other stuff to do. I was like, I'm not going to miss this. So yeah. I'm just juggling. But this is me on the day on a daily, bro. I'm like going to this store, doing this yeah. prep, doing this client. Go, got yeah. to fit in the gym. Got to fit in my food. You all know how it is. Yeah, yeah. We all do like six things at once, eh? Yeah, not me, bro. Louis, Louis got the least responsibility out of all of us, and he was the one that was the fucking latest. So how did that work? I was at the yeah. gym because guess who got the wrong time? All of you guys. <laughs> Nah, it's, it's the time difference. Yeah, I was he caught us out. Yeah, funny. I'll, I'll finish. Um, I'll finish mine. So I've got Rami, Brandon, Nick, Hardy. Um, so yeah, Nick before Hardy. Then I got Ian fifth. Then Bonex sixth. Seventh, I've got Hunter. Eighth, I've got Andrew Jacks. Ninth, Samson. And then I put tenth. I put Derek because I just reckon they'll want him in the top ten. Yeah. I think they'll, yeah. I think you got to win, Adam. 
Yeah. I, I literally don't think anyone's going to win. <laughs> wait, wait, you know what we should do? We should, after the show, Adam, you should just get that list up and just, if anyone got that placing right, just give that a green tick and whoever gets the most green ticks for spot on places, I think we should win. That works. Yeah, 100%. At least that way because it's always going to be wrong, man. None yeah, of us are wrong. Gets some <laughs> and, and whoever loses has to squat a, a PB and film their facial. <laughs> just, just like a GoPro over the face. <laughs> <laughs> just a preview of it, like... <laughs> yeah. Man, instead, I'm loving your, your Jimbro um, Instagram videos. Sorry, what was that? I'm loving your, your filtered Jimbro videos on Instagram. Oh, the one with the jaw? Yeah. It's so funny. I saw Polite's doing it today as well, Aaron. It's so it's funny. Trending. It's so the funny. The best part, best part is your jaw is already fucking like that anyway. Yeah. So it goes, it goes more. It goes even worse. Prep. We all know it. <laughs> you, are the, you are the original Jimbro. I can't but, hear all right, so um, guys, we'll sort of wrap it up there a little bit. But that was a bit of an introduction of who we are for the upcoming podcast. Um, you know, I think everyone now knows who we are, but we, we want to um, interview, you know, upcoming um, Aussie amateurs that are coming into season A, season B. Um, and it's all about sort of, you know, I really want to like find out, well, one, we want to give them some exposure which I don't think many Aussie athletes actually get. So I think that's really, really going to be beneficial. But then, you know, we want to dive into, you know, like Matty Boy said, you know, find out, you know, into their nutrition and, their, you know, their, their you know, uh, their approaches in the gym. We can go deep, you know, you, got, you guys can jump in as well. Like whatever you guys think we want. I'd love to, to I'd love to say, um, I'd love to get them out of their shell as well, because mm, a lot yeah. of guys uh, sort of, you know, in, in this little bracket and they need to get out there more. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. We want to find out. Like, a lot of the time, someone said it to me today, you know, a lot of the time with us bodybuilders is like, you know, you get a rap for like not being too talkative about the gym. But that's just like the one place you go and not to chat. So it's just not the best time for it, man. Like it gives you a bit of like, it gives people a bit of a false sense of who you are. Like, like mm-hmm. for me, me, for example, I love laughing, man. It's my favorite thing yeah. to do apart from coming shit. So, <laughs> so <laughs> you know, but like I'm not, I'm not doing either of those three things in the gym, man. So it's just not the time, yeah. you know. So, oh, Louis, that's 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 a great. Oh, actually, Gold. before we finish, we have a story from Stan about oh, how. Yeah. How he uh, almost got in a punch on with Phil Heath, seven-time Mr. Oh. oh, you want to go down that rabbit hole? Yeah, yeah let's go. <laughs> All right. It was, uh, it was Mar- Maruba Leagues Club. Uh, Gary, I don't even know the date or the year. I know Gary Wright went pro. That was more important in my mind. So maybe 2015, maybe. And I had a stand um, with some subs uh, just, just behind them. And I went up to Phil Heath. And, you know, I was probably... 25, 26, I was just a little whippet. And I said, um, is it true Ronnie Common was natural uh, when he competed? And he said, yeah, man. And I, la- I laughed. Like, <laughs> and he goes, uh, are you laughing at me, boy? And I said, what? And he goes, are you laughing at me, boy? And I said, bro, don't point your finger at me. And he's like, I'll fucking go you, bro. I used to be a front doorman. 
I will, I will go you. And he's like, you know, like right in my face. And I go, bro, I'm from fucking Western Sydney. Let's go. And, and people had to get in between us and all this sort of shit and separate us. No, no punches thrown, typical bodybuilding, but they separated us. And then the next day, I didn't tell you this before the podcast, the next day, uh, Danny Pavlovich, he's like the biggest distributor in Australia. Charlie Duca, I think you all know, Mr. Universe, mad prep coach. Mm. They're all in a circle. Um, I think I think someone else, some other big shot as well um, from some distributor company. And Phil was telling a story. And he was like, oh, me and Dexter went to this gym in Germany. And they said, no bodybuilders, no bodybuilders. And, and Phil was like, this is Dexter Jackson. He just won Mr. Olympia. He just won Mr. Olympia. You're not going to let us in the gym? And he goes, um, he says in all this group, in all the circle, he goes, he was a real asshole looking motherfucker, mother beep, looked just like him and pointed at me. <laughs> really? The next day. Fuck. Wait, you should have smoked it. <laughs> uh, flashing back, it would have been pretty cool. Like I would have got a cool rep in the, in the industry. Know. You have to get Brad Dwight on here to tell his tell his story why he hates Bill Heath, man. That's funny as to. Is he got a story too? Yeah, Brad's not a fan either. <laughs> Let's get him on. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, get, we'll definitely Phil, get Brad on Phil, then. Phil Heath isn't the most liked bodybuilder on the planet. I think a few people have got stories about you know, the with Phil Heath, to be honest with you. Well, yeah, I, I'm blocked on his socials and all that, so <laughs> not that I really care. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, let's let's wrap it up there. But um, you know, thanks, boys, for jumping on. Looking forward to upcoming ones, and uh, you know, it, we'll get our, our first interview happening um, where we can pump them full with questions and uh, get some exposure for them. But yeah, that's before. We... If um, anybody watching, if anyone's got any people that they want on the podcast or they think would be really good, just drop them in the comments. Um, tag whoever. Um, you know, obviously this shows for the people we want to give the people exposure. So we want to know who the people want to see. So um, the more, more people we can get on involved and around this, the better. So definitely. Like Adam, you should like, um, should put up a poll or a question thing and tag us all in it. Mm-hmm. And then we can all share that shit and get people to put their suggestions in. But then, for and then, the we, can just, but then we can just take notes, rack them up, see if it's popular or whatnot. Yeah. yeah. And I just, yeah. I just wanted to say, um, thank you, Adam, for coming up with the idea, brother. I think it's uh, really yeah. cool. And, and, and new, and uh, I hope it really uh, take starts trending, you know, and, and kicks off. Yeah, yeah well, I definitely reckon, you know, we, you know who we are as a four, you know, we, we can, um, you know, bring our insights. And I think we, the four of us, have enough exposure in the, in the Australian, you know, um, uh, industry to really be able to connect with these people. And and I think it will take off. Yeah, it definitely will. So, yeah, I'm excited to do to do it with you guys. Definitely. Okay. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. All right. Oh, <laughs> Big Maddie. <laughs> Pro love. Going out. <laughs> Pro love. Uh, till, till next time, boys. Thanks for jumping yeah. on. And, uh, yeah, let's get that poll up. We'll find out who's Western. See you, boys. <laughs> All right. See you, guys.